Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geeks Podcast, Geek Out Edition. My name is Dave. Joining me tonight is Tomas. Hello! Ooh, ooh, excitement bound. Uh, also joining us is one of the two broke geeks, Justin. What up? The other two broke geek is getting broker in Vegas as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> Just text me uh, how he spent like $20 on blackjack and then he's done. <laughs> yep, that's it. We're out. Uh, yep. <laughs> also joining us, if he has not been eaten by his kittens, uh, from the Just Two Pals podcast, Johnny. Hi. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Pal number one. I, I did yeah. not reference you correctly. I apologize. That's all right. That's all right. I mean, it's in it. Informal podcast. No, no official titles needed. <laughs> Mr. Kitten. Mr. Kitten. <laughs> if I was a villain, that would be my name, Mr. Kitten, and I would attack all the all of my enemies using kittens. Kitten gloves. Yeah, and it, I mean they're superheroes, so they're not going to hurt the cats. It's right. my most devious plan ever. Yeah. I'm going to create a cat blimp, and and it's going to be a blimp that flies over the city and just drops kittens. Right into trees, on, so they have to unsuspecting save civilians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they'd be slinging trees. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, I it's like my it. most fiendish plot yet, Mister Kitten. <laughs> you like Mister Kitten or Captain Kitten? Oh, I like Ooh. Captain Kitten. <laughs> yeah, but the captain's with a K, obviously. Yes. Yeah, Captain Kitten. <laughs> All right, I dig it. There we go. We've just created another alter ego. Yeah, Poor you're Johnny. welcome, Marvel and DC. <laughs> right? Yeah, go ahead and take. <laughs> See that. how easy this is. That one was put free. Him in the, put him in the Flash robes. Oh, he's gonna be like my superhero, the Jolt. He's gonna be one of that one of that guy's villains. Also, um, Randy and I came up with another villain for the Jolt named the Beekeeper. <laughs> and guess the Beekeeper guess, is a Simpsons thing. I think. Guess what he does? He shoots wasps. No, no, oh. no, no, no. Oh, no. He wouldn't Damn. dare dabble in wasps. <laughs> he's a he's a beekeeper. He is a beekeeper. Yeah, that was uh, his profession. I win. Yeah. We actually we actually had this whole ridiculous elaborate backstory that he was like this normal kind of guy, but he had a brother who was who was like deranged, and the brother tried to become a supervillain and dressed up as the beekeeper, and he died. And so the nor the quote unquote normal brother, the one without any kind of severe mental disorders, um, decides that uh, that wasn't very cool, and he becomes the new beekeeper. So he's beekeeper two. Oh, it's oh, really stupid. This is pretty in depth. It's, but it's very classic comics. I mean, if you look at so many so many comic things, are really dumb. You know what I mean? Dumb sure. ideas like, like the this Green guy dresses as a bat. The Green Lantern versus this guy the color uses yellow. a ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Alan Scott not being able to, you know, affect anything that's made out of wood. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just absurdity upon absurdity. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's it's still cool. So the beekeeper and Captain Kitten. I love it. <laughs> I like it a lot. We've also, the nefarious we've also, Captain Kitten. We've also already named the episode. So well done. <laughs> yes. Not even three minutes in. Here we go. Yes! <laughs> I want Captain Kitten to be a whole thing. Hashtag Captain Kitten with a K. <laughs> with a K. Capitan yeah. Kitten. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. I want the logo to be a little captain in like a like a captain's uniform. <laughs> with like a his little paws up above his head. Right. 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 Oh no, he's doing the Hitler thing. And then a That's kitten, real messed up. A kitten paw logo <laughs> on his chest. <laughs> and he says, Hi kitten. <laughs> Wow. All right, too far. Um, oh. 
All right, let's jump into the news. Let's get away from anti-Semitic and anti-kinetic things. Uh, let's jump right into uh, DC TV. Because today we got some news. Uh, all week they've actually been filming the 100th episode of Arrow, which also seems to be coinciding with the four TV show crossover event for the Arrowverse, including Arrow. <laughs> right, including Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, we Stephen Amell has been on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter teasing at who's all going to be appearing in this 100th episode and crossover event, but in the at least 100th episode of Arrow, we're going to see Flash... Uh, Martin Stein, Jefferson Jackson, Supergirl, and Deathstroke is coming back. He's going to be awesome. S- he's going to be sitting on a park bench with him, apparently, looking very much like Forrest Gump. I don't know why that's a picture that he flashed out there, but uh, it was pretty funny looking. Dude, I think that was you for know, comedic value. Nope, that's the episode. You're a hater. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> sitting on a bench hashing, hashing out their problems. <laughs> right. Let's just talk about this for a second, Oliver. Um, <laughs> you, you you shot an arrow through my eye, and uh, you know Stephen Amell cool. is a cool dude. He's I, like a super cool dude. The stuff he posts is always cool, and it, like he's totally all about pleasing the fans and having a good time and stuff. So absolutely, I totally, I, I totally dig him. Despite how I feel about the show, I'm pro Stephen Amell moving forward in any sort of career. Like he definitely was underutilized as Casey Jones. I feel like if they had given him more he would have been like an excellent casey jones he was super he was fun he was a lot of fun yeah i just rewatched that movie and uh yeah he was not utilized that well but yeah hopefully he'll be in the next one i you know what i kind of think they're not doing the next one uh, i almost feel like they're done that's expected well probably because michael <laughs> probably because michael bay is now focusing on this whole transformers thing great Oh, yeah, the expanded Transformers universe. Yeah, with the whole last night thing to kind of kick it off. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it all. <laughs> Traveling through time. Winston Churchill's house is a Nazi base. Mm. Oh, Heil Kitten! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> came back around again. Uh, we did it. We did it. Well, well thanks for joining us, everybody. It was a nice another spin. great episode. It was a, it was a nice spin. Oh, oh thank man. You. That's the end of the, the, the website, too, I think. We're just all done, all together. Well, <laughs> oh, no. you killed it, Johnny. You killed it all. Oh, no. Well, classic Captain Kitten move. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Captain Kitten strikes again. God. Uh, what else? I think when you say his name, you need to say Captain. Cap- not Captain. Captain Kitten. Captain. Captain Kitten. I think you're right. Captain Kitten. I think you're right. It does flow a little better. Uh, anyway, let's see. One of the executive producers would talk about the big crossover episode as follows, and I quote, We're telling one cohesive story. Supergirl will participate, but the storyline doesn't actively begin there. There are some characters who show up in her episode, but the story begins with the Flash episode and goes to Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. We're just getting into designing the bad guy for it, which we'll talk about in a second, because they actually talked about it today. And we start now, but it doesn't air until the end of November. We'll put a lot of time between now and then figuring out visual effects sequences. Just today, I was holding the three scripts back to back. That's 180 pages of material. It's a three-hour story, almost a miniseries. So the Supergirl part doesn't really seem like it's all that involved in it. 
uh, mm-hmm. or at least her episode on her show. Um, but anyway, the crossover villain was announced today. And it is not just a singular villain. It is a whole race of them called the Dominators. It's an alien race. It's a they s- just... They just announced those in a uh, Green Lantern in uh, uh, the Green Lantern comics that's happening right now that revolve around Boz and the New Girl. Oh, spoilers! I haven't even got that far yet. Oh, I'm two issues spoiler. behind. <laughs> that's okay. Well, it's, it's, totally okay. <laughs> it's not. It's it's literally like it's it's. I don't know. It was just kind of thrown in there, so I just find it kind of funny that I read that and that was the case in the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, planning for these things has to go. Hand in hand, you think? Not, yeah. not, not maybe in the same room or anything like that. But I mean, hey, we're doing this over on the TV show. Oh yeah, we're gonna do that on the Green Lanterns book. Oh. Hey guys, what are you doing in the book? We're doing this. Cool. Hey guys, guess what I just heard they're doing? <laughs> guess I got this idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's a sinister, technologically advanced alien race dedicated to wiping out superpowered individuals. Because, They've been around for a long time. Yeah, you can see why they'd be interested in our Arrowverse friends. There's lots of superpowered people. No? So maybe, yeah, maybe they uh, they show up <laughs> on the Supergirl planet and find a way to travel over to. Are they going? Oh, are they going to be on the Krypton show? Are they going to oh. find their way over from there? <laughs> I hope. I hope they just kill all the Kryptonians, and that's the end of it. Hmm. <laughs> that. Oh, that sounds sad. Maybe, <laughs> maybe roll, maybe roll, uh, oh, roll to Gotham. No, no, I can't do that. Can't do that. Ah, uh, Gotham. I, yeah, I think I've given up after the first episode. I have the second episode. Haven't watched it yet. I think. I'm oh done. my god! Listen, okay. Just because, just because, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, right? Like Poison Ivy, they aged her up, right, so that she could be sexy because she's been a child for the first two seasons. Um, and the way they did it was very, I don't know, like a hack wrote that idea. Well, it's a guy who's um, got, who's got powers, who he touches you, he's like ages you, he steals your he life force you. or whatever. He's and, been doing it to age people to death. Right. And he touched her for a little bit, but then she fell down some well. Yeah. She, she fell like into the Gotham pipeline. Right. Or yeah, something. I watched like the last five minutes of it because I was watching going to watch Lucifer, and uh, like all I saw was like one of the Talon guys like fight Alfred and steal Bruce, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm glad I stopped watching this after three episodes." Oh, it's very uncomfortable. So one episode she's this little girl. The next episode, Poison Ivy is like this sexy, like. Like the outfit she comes down at one point she comes down in in a green tight fitting outfit of course the one we've and, seen the one you've seen from the production videos right and mm. just because she's aged up now doesn't mean that we've suddenly forgotten that the previous episode she was a little girl and she even like kind of acknowledges the fact that she's older so is she uh, is she aged like mentally. Yes. Now is she twenty something mentally, or is she still a child brain with a physical older body? It's that real dumb. Creepy. My answer is it's, yes. It is creepy. You think that's the case? You think that she aged mentally as well? Sure. Let's. Yeah, let's, she de- she's definitely just as crazy as she was before. Let's that's just no say difference. let's just say yes for the sake of all of our sanities. <laughs> um, In all general, the Gotham is a bad show. 
Well, my problem you... is my problem is now that she's older, Bruce is still you know little prepubescent guy. He's supposed to be the same age as her and all these others, or are very close. And now he's nowhere near the same age as Ivy. Or... There are really only a few characters that it kind of fits for them to be older. Penguin, I think, works. Penguin, um, yeah, Penguin works. Yep. Yeah, Penguin, I think, works. Two and then is um, the same age. They should be similar. Two faces the same age. Uh, what's his name? Hugo Strange definitely fits for him to be he much be older. older. Um, uh, Mad Hatter, older. Mad Hatter, I could see that as older. But characters like Riddler, characters like Ivy, characters like even Bane, I feel like they're around the same age as I think Bane, as Batman. Bane feels younger. Um. To me, just in yeah, uh, I don't know. Because he, he's very. Have they done Bane yet? No. Yeah, like they're, ju- they're just gonna throw some Hispanic kid on the show at some point. A, l- a luchador. Say, he's he's a, a luchador. Lucha- yeah, he's gonna be a luchador. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway. Bruce Wayne is gonna be like walking through the streets, and there's gonna be this one kid in a Bane mask, and he's gonna say like, "Someday I'm gonna grow up and be a wrestler." Yeah, right. And I'm gonna be a luchador, <laughs> and I'm and I'll never use drugs. No, there's this new drug <laughs> on the street called Venom. All right, moving on. <laughs> Ugh. All right, so that was the DC TV news. Let's talk Marvel TV for a second. Agents of Shield sucks. Um, oh. What? Oh no! Why would you say that? Because it sucked. I watched the second ep- second episode I of this Ghost so Rider much. this Ghost Rider season, trying to give it a chance. Uh, my favorite part is when Fitz flat out just crushes on Daisy, just yells at her and says she's useless. Not she didn't say that, but. He just digs on her for being selfish and running away from the team. Basically saying, nice. basically saying, we've all been through stuff. The, the, you know, since we got together as a team, you're the only one that wants to do it on our own. We all did it together, and and he's right. Yeah, you whiny little. This kid. whole, this whole, oh, I'm I'm like you, uh, Dave, with Arrow, where I kind of gave with I've kind of given up on like Agents of Shield, but I'm like Ghost Rider's classic Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider is like one of my favorite marvel heroes yeah and i want to see how it's done but then when they announced it's robbie reyes mm-hmm. who is probably one of the worst ghost writers i've ever read <laughs> um i was like well okay i'm gonna give it a shot and yeah these two episodes are just awful what's what's worse is they're doing a great job with the cgi like he looks great yeah, I, I hate I, I, the CGI does look really good. I just hate the style of the of the skull. Sure, because because they're because the whole thing is this. It's more of a gearhead. Right, right. So that's kind of the thing, portrayal, and the fact that they're going to bring in. Uh, I know there's the rumor that Mephisto is probably going to be one of the big bad guys, and mm. these ghosts are all trapped souls from the um, book of book of Darkhold. I think it's called. Okay. It's, yeah, they did kind of name drop uh, Darkhold. Yeah, it's it's it's. I I just feel like they have such issues trying to just have a continuation from season to season, and that they're just playing catch up with. Oh, this is what's in theaters, so that's how we have to make the show. Go. Right, right. We need to tie into magic because we've got Doctor Strange coming. So right. So we're gonna do this, and then they just. And then they just kind of gave up on the whole Inhumans thing, which I'm glad. Well, not really, because they well, did. They, have, they did reveal the director um, is an Inhuman, right? Which he seemed more like a robot the entire episode. I'm like, this dude's this dude's AI for sure. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, no, oh, no, I'm an Inhuman. Oh, sorry, guys. Spoilers for this week's episode: of Agents of Shield. Uh, huh. yeah. The only thing I really liked was um, 
what's her name? Uh, the I see. I don't even remember half these guys' names. Uh, Fitz's friend who makes the AI. Oh, that dude. Yeah. Oh, the brother from the Mummy series. The Mummy series. Yeah. Right. But I like I like her. The Ada. girl. Ada. 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 Just because I've seen her in uh, I I was like watching Galvant, and she's like oh, one of my favorite okay. characters from that, and I was like, oh, it's her. Why is she doing she Agents of Shield? She's so much better than this. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, I mean, my favorite parts of that show are Fitz and Simmons. Um, yeah, uh, Melinda May got some good action scenes in there. That that was always yeah. always good. Uh, Coulson's getting kind of back to the Coulson I like, so that's kind of nice. Um, I just really want them to stop focusing on Chloe, like the oh, whole Daisy it, thing. Yeah, yeah, they do settle in too much on her being the main focus. Like you got a whole team to worry about. Like she she's clearly decided I want nothing to do with you guys. Like, yeah, and I just they just focus so much on like when they do a storyline, they try to have every single character have like a side story, right? Which is fine and dandy if you do it in small bits, but it's right. like they're trying to weave so many things together in every episode, and it just gets so just so oversaturated and so boring. I'll give and it I'm just like okay, I'll give it some credit when Mac finds out <coughs> that Daisy's been working with Yo Yo. That was yeah. a, that was a nice scene. Um, that was because he once he figured it out, he's like, you know what? You, 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 I hate you guys. Like this is, yeah. you guys, this is terrible. You guys are dicks. Like you're stealing from seen, us, and yeah, I haven't seen the second episode yet. I just saw the first one. Okay. Um, and and I've you. been I've been checked out of Agents of Shield for a while. Like I never finished the last half of it. Right. Um, I watched a couple episodes here and there, maybe, but um. I, I just wasn't interested. It, it got very boring to me. Um, the Ghost Rider thing worked. They, they, it was a hook, and, and sure. they got me to watch that first episode. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to the next one. But I really liked the Ghost Rider. I like Robbie Reyes. Like, he's not my favorite Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the, he was represented we, really well and we just, really cool. We should start referring to this Ghost Rider as Ghost Driver. Let's just do that for the, for the sake of Ghost our, Driver. For the, for the sake ghost of driver? our podcast, he's ghost the Ghost driver. He's the Ghost Driver. Yeah. I like that it's not the classic Johnny I'm Blaze okay. skull face. I'm okay with the update and using a newer one. I, I get it. That's that's fine. I mean, for the for the so, diehards, I understand they're they're not. They're just well, like. I have no Well, prop. Robbie Reyes hasn't been around long enough that his look is right. so iconic that you can't mess with it. He's, he's Marvel, still fairly he's like new. Marvel now, I think, right? Like he's yeah, he's, yeah. yeah he they just finished his uh his they finished his arc a while ago, and he's starting a new arc. And I mean, I have no problem with them doing an update for Ghost Rider because he is a very, especially Johnny Blaze, is a super dated character. And but, distancing themselves from Nicolas Cage, I think, is always right. like a positive. Yeah. Oh, oh! I, I uh, think my my assumption is that they they don't just want to blow Johnny Blaze on Agents of Shield. I mean, that what they what save main it? like headline characters have they really shown on Agents of Shield? I mean, Fury. what's the closest would be Fury is about well it. Fury, but I'm I'm saying introducing and and having as a part oh, of the show. Uh, I mean, in the biggest one Crusher was uh, what's his name? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the, absorbing, the man. absorbing man. Yeah, aside yeah. from him. They haven't like introduced any characters in the new MCU on this show that have been heavy hitters like a Ghost Rider. Like they're even talking about bringing Punisher, but he's been right. established already on Netflix. Well, so and, and ABC they... isn't where you showcase your big guns. That's where you take the B listers and the C listers and try to make them cool. Right. Right. I mean, there was a there was a name drop um, back in season two, I think, 
where Maria Hill drops that they that that man thing exists. Oh yeah, I remember that. And I was really kind of I was really hoping they would actually uh, jump on that and actually like utilize him. What about oh, if they're doing like magic and mystical stuff? Then this would be the season to bring this him on. This would be on. perfect right. to bring man are, thing in. What are the what are the, because they've they've dabbled in space with the finale, um, with the ship in space. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What about the idea of sword? Do you think they're ever going to bring sword into it? So, well, she's technically, I think, uh, they, I think, um, they were referenced briefly in Iron Man three, very briefly. Um, but that was before the dismantling of Shield, though. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming sword will. I'm assuming sword will come into play. I, mean, I don't know. You would think you would think maybe near Infinity, like the Infinity War. Like, yeah, it would make sense because this is you know another space thing coming to Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean maybe they'll reference it with in, maybe they'll reference Guardians. it with um, Guardians Two would be my guess if That's they decide to go that route. That's a good point. Tom, are you? What are you thinking of Agents of Shield so far? I know you haven't watched the second episode. I haven't watched the second. Uh, I like the I like the Ghost Ghost Rider Driver Ghost Driver Ghost Driver. My bad. <laughs> I like him. Uh, I like. Where it went at the end of the episode, where it shows he does have a personality, he, he is human. So I like the way Colson's going. Colson's getting back to the Colson that I like. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm yeah. not giving up on. I'm not going to give up on this show. No, and yeah, I, I haven't given well, up either. One, right? one of the things I read, Samuel L. Jackson came out the other day and he said that the Agents of Shield will play back into the MCU, no, which the, the Shield Shield will. Well, but. Remember that last time was Winter Soldier, so maybe we'll see this play into well. No, something what, what, later. He, what he's saying is they're gonna they're gonna go mainstream again, which they're already doing in the in the second episode. Um, he's trying to find funding. Uh, this new they're guy. they're making Shield a, a public again. It's right. not like some underground black ops. Right, thing season anymore. three was all black ops. Yeah, right. And rumor is that in, in for I mean it hasn't been completely. Uh, either been dismissed or approved or whatever, but there's been talk of, um, like for the event for infinity wars that Colson may like half the crew of agents of shield is going to be in it. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if that's where they kind of like drop them in brief cameo, just show them getting ready for a fight or something, you know, whatever. Yeah. They don't, not necessarily speaking. Maybe Colson will speak, but that's about it. Colson finally shows himself to be Steve. alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, he doesn't know, right? Nobody knows. No, he still. No one knows. Yeah. Still, I don't. Well, how, they, I don't at, how do they, they do not know? They haven't how do they not know? It. Right, right. Yeah, Johnny. What you so said. It, yeah, if they know, they haven't said be, it. It could be that he shows up and he's like, "I'm not dead." And Tony Stark is like, "Yeah, I already know." You know like, what? Yeah. You know what would be great? I want a one-off episode of Agents of Shield where you know Colson's thinking about what's happened. What what's happened to Cap? Because he had to have seen the accords, you know, and see what went down in Civil yeah. War, and be like, "That's my yeah. guy," you know. I hope he's okay wherever he is. I hope he's okay. And then well, just, I, just cap walk in, and be like, "Hey, let's have a talk," <laughs> you know. Well, it like, goes back yeah. to the one episode where uh, Lady Sif showed up. She's like, right. "Oh, Thor, Thor, Thor will be glad. Son, he will be glad to son know of, you're son alive. of cool." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he will be no. He will be glad to know. Yeah. So as far as the show goes thus far, again, I haven't seen the second episode. I, I was. I was into the first episode. Um, I, I like kind of the direction they're taking everyone. I'm enjoying this kind of story about Fitz 
being the one to test Ada. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked the Ghost Rider a lot. I like the fact it's not Johnny Blaze, because if it was Johnny Blaze, I would, I would be upset. Sure. Because I, Johnny Blaze is that classic version of the character that it's... I would want them to hold on to and save for Netflix or one of the right. movies, not right. throw yeah. it away it's on that, ABC. Yeah, it's that yeah, thought it process sense. of Ghost Rider doesn't fit here. So Yeah. Like, I it was both. either that or Danny Ketch. I mean, I'd be, I'd have been fine with Danny Ketch too, but even he's kind of like, you know, he's like the Wally West to Johnny Blaze's Barry Allen. You know well, what I mean? Like that's. And the way they have this worked is technically the spirit ghost, the ghost driver isn't technically a, a spirit of vengeance because in in the comics, Robbie Reyes uh, gets abducted basically by this spirit who actually just murders innocent people and goes off like masquerading as a spirit of vengeance that at least in the books that's an interesting take. yeah this one this one seems to be more in line with the kind of classic ghost yeah. writer theme which is that he only kills the the guilty yeah wait and i particularly it. enjoyed that scene when he was like like you know kneeling down on on daisy and she's like do it which yeah. i would which i thought was dumb that i did roll my eyes i was like oh come on well she's working yeah. so hard to be not found and then she just wants someone to kill her like what's that yeah about? Like, it'd be super easy for her to die if she really wanted to die right. no, but so, i'm with, with johnny uh part of my favorite one where where he said uh i'm not the one that decides oh his transformation yeah. was, yes that was, was that awesome. was cool. that was, was a great like just do it and she's like he's like i'm not the one to decide well you and they did see... a design with him that i really really thought was interesting which is they have his skull cracked and that's where the flames are coming out. Like yes. like any place that's open on his skull, the flames are coming out. And if you have a completely closed skull, then the fire would have to be sitting on top. But it, the fire is like inside the body and just seeps out through the holes in the skull. And the fact that it's cracked up top explains why the fire would be coming off. I mean, again, we don't need an explanation. I just thought that's a really cool design choice to yeah. me. I mean, then you then you're really gonna love one of his lines yeah. in the second episode. That he has like base. It's not a spoiler or anything. He just has another bout with Quake, and like ties her up. And she's like, "Why didn't you kill me?" And he's like, "I don't make the decisions, but if that's what you wish, I'm trying to find a reason." Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. was great. Yeah. 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 This guy's doing a good job so far. I, oh I'm yeah, this, invested already. The actor's like great. Him. The actor's doing what, the best with what he has. I just, I'm just not feeling, especially after the second episode. I'm just, it's just too all over the place, which is what that that show kind of fails from. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of B stories and C stories and D stories, but you spend too much time on those, you lose the the viewer. And mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I, I agree. I just hope they don't spend so much time like emphasizing in this season hey look it's ghost rider right right the 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 successful like stories where they have all those storylines and they cater to all these characters because it's a character driven show you have two episodes that deal with like a main overarching storyline with these sub stories underneath then you have a single episode where it deals with this b story alone and this character gets a lot of attention like i know i'm like i've run any tv show ever in my life but i've watched enough of them (laughs) And the ones that are successful, that seems to be the good formula, um, I think. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. on to successful Marvel TV shows. The Netflix MCU universe, or I said universe twice there, apparently. Marvel Cinematic Universe, universe. Uh, anyway, uh, the Netflix version of TV shows is getting its next installment later tonight or early in the morning. Whatever you want to, you know, 2.01 a.m. Yeah. Central Time. 
All of the episodes of Luke Cage drop this evening, September 30th. And I will be uh, in attendance at the Toys R Us Star Wars event and then going home and watching as many episodes as I can before I pass out and have to go to work in the morning. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Let let me put this out on on Jump Street. I'm going to keep it 100 with Uh, y'all. Am I talking like a kid? Calm down, dude. Uh, Oh, you're definitely definitely talking street for sure. Word. No. Um, Oh, no. Word to who? Word to who? Word to Big Bird. Oh, no. (laughs) Word to your mother? I don't care for that. No, I don't care for that either. No, I'm going to need you to calm down. Seriously. <laughs> no. Uh, all 13 episodes of Luke Cage are dropping two nights, and I'm stoked for it. One of, you know, him and, and Iron Fist are the two that I, I know the least about. I mean, I know a lot about Jessica Jones because I'm a big Bendis fan, and that's his book. Uh, these two I don't know a lot about, so I'm in for, I think, a good surprise. I'm hoping I like a lot of the people that are involved with this show, including... Theo Rossi from Sons of Anarchy. I can't wait to see him as a bad guy. And yeah. Mahir Shala Ali from a thousand shows I've watched before. Yes, um, Cottonmouth. Yeah. Um, I'm stoked. I can't wait to watch the show. Uh, we get Misty Knight coming into it. And speaking of Misty Knight, she is confirmed that she will appear in the Defender series, uh, which is going to start production later this year and come oh. out next year, probably at about this time, I'm guessing. Because we got Iron Fist to get through yet. And oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm assuming Iron Fist will be out about the time that the Daredevil shows have been coming out. So, you know, springtime. Um, and then about this time next year will be the Defenders. Uh, man. Uh, last I thought we were, were doing a Punisher between that, too. No. Punisher no, no, working not on that. Too. Punisher's not even out of production yet. <clears throat> I, I was thinking about it today when I saw... Because I, you know, turned on Netflix and it was like coming tonight, and I was like, "Oh, dude, yeah. dude, I've had it. Added. Yeah, I'm coming I've... tonight too. Hey, <laughs> I've had I've um, had that edit to my my queue for like two weeks now. I'm like, it's already in here. I can yeah. edit to my queue. Why do I care? I'm yeah. gonna watch it all at one. I love it. So I rewatched the trailer and I realized as I was watching it that even though I was super excited for Daredevil, um, is super excited for Jessica Jones, even more excited for season two of Daredevil. That this is the show. I am the most excited about seeing like it trumps all the excitement for all those other shows. Cause I love the character of Luke Cage. I love that. I love that he's getting the spotlight. I think that, I mean, this has been talked about before that there's not, that there is diversity within the MCU, but they're usually like side characters, right? I mean, there's um, even, even what's her name? The nurse from daredevil is kind of like Night a nurse? side character, right? Yeah. Night nurse. Um it, but it, I'm I'm happy to see this character um, be front and center. And some of the early reviews I've been reading are really good. And I hope that that's not just fan enjoyment. You know, I hope that's not um, or like the fandom taking over and saying, oh, I love Luke Cage. So I love this show, you know, and forgiving a lot of its faults. I hope it is legit a really good show. Because, um, I, I mean, I, I I like to see more diversity. I like to see more i don't want to see a white guy every time it right. just I'm, I'm done with it i'm like I, i'm okay with it all of my almost all my favorite characters are white characters um and like iron fist makes sense but i want i want to see more diversity i want to see like wakanda so desperately like wanting to see black panther immediately because i want to see his world and chadwick boseman was amazing as as uh, t'challa I'll be honest, so, the thing I'm looking most forward to in, 
And Doctor Strange is Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, he looks so good, too. I and like that they're doing this kind of different take. He's such on, an amazing uh, actor, too. Yeah. So, I'm I'm super pumped for this show. Can't wait. I have to wait till I get out of work to watch it. Oh, I, trust me, oh, dude. From, no. from 9 I mean, a.m.? I could try and pull it, pull an all-nighter on this, but I don't know how much I'll be helpful when I have to open a store in the morning. <laughs> From from nine a.m. tomorrow, Friday morning till three a.m. I'm gonna be working, so uh, I gotta get as much in tonight as I can, and then just not sleep ever, and finish it <laughs> off Saturday morning. I hope, <laughs> and then I gotta write a review somewhere in there for the website. Oh no, it's gonna be fun. Don't do it. Hey, use YouTube. Do a video review, buddy. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe that should be our <laughs> debut YouTube review. Yeah, just, yeah. Just videotape yourself watching it, and then <laughs> just. Yeah, make reactions. a super cut of like your reaction. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I like it. Film reactions. Tom, you excited? I am very excited. All right, good. All right, all right, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have Did you guys. I, I, I still don't. I didn't go back and watch Jessica Jones or Daredevil season two, so I don't know what I'm uh, getting into. So. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna watch those first, or? I'm gonna try to. Okay. I, 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 I would say home, I would say at least Jessica Jones. All right. I was looking up more about the character on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and I don't know if this is true again because it's Wikipedia. But um, I did not know this, but I, I I should have been able to put it together before that Nick Cage made that his stage name. Like the Cage part comes from Luke Cage. Oh really? Uh, yeah. I did. I think I did know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, because I mean, he wanted to be. He wanted to avoid, like, uh, being acknowledged as the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola. Right. Um, so he, you know, that is, so Nick Cage is a stage name, and the Cage kind of came from Luke Cage. Apparently he's a really big fan of Luke Cage as well as uh, Superman. Huh. He should be. Yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. Even though he's a Great Superman. knowledge, um, Johnny. Great knowledge. Knowledge. Oh, well, it's all thanks to Wikipedia. It's what you do. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. My guiding light. <laughs> All right. You're your best buds. We get it. Yeah. Hug me, Johnny. Whoa. Whoa. Well, I'll do more than that, buddy. I'll give you a nice, crisp, white guy high five. Yeah. How's that, How's that sound? I'm it's feeling, okay, Dave. I'm with you. I'm feeling left out, and I'm okay with it. Um, hey, buddy. I'll give you a high five, too. I'll high five anybody. <laughs> we call that, in these parts, <laughs> dubbed by Jenny, a Wi-Fi high five. A Wi-Fi high five? Yes. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Wi-Fi high five. First coined by Jenny. Hmm. Uh, right. She's the first one ever? Uh, on this show. I don't know. if Maybe ever. Great. That's, that's a good point. Great. 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 Anyway. Um, uh, okay. Let's move on to the DC TV. Oh, no. We did TV already. DCEU. Because we're all so excited about that. Uh, well, Thomas. Well, of course I am. I mean, what? Why not? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All these, all this enthusiasm. All right. Joe Manganiello, who recently has been confirmed to be playing Deathstroke for the Justice League movie and the Batman solo flick, uh, Instagrammed a couple pictures showing his research for the role, uh, one of which had a bunch of merchandise like Funko and statues and some very expensive statues that I'm sure DC sent them for free, even though he has lots of money already and I could use them. Please send them to me instead. Uh, I'm not bitter. 
after. And when you think about it, he's a real dick. You're right, Dave. <laughs> uh, no, it's not his fault. DC sent it. <laughs> on on record, Dave says Joe nope, Manjibula nope. is a terrible person. Nope, that guy could breathe and I'll die. Uh, he'll breathe <laughs> near me and I'll probably he could kill me in one breath. If Joe Maginello wants to get in touch with Dave of how, oh, how, how he wants to fight him. <laughs> I do not want to fight. I do not want to fight yeah, we're Joe taking, We're taking bets on the Joe Manginella and Dave Clark fight. Uh, no, in fact, I'm changing my name right now. Um, <laughs> you can find him on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Oh, you bastard. His personal one is at Dave nope, Clark. Nope, nope, nope. Dave, David not. the Clark. Nope, David Clark. David, David the dead man. Uh, <laughs> David, David Clarkson. David Clarkson. Clark Meyer. Yes, yes, I'm a relative of Kelly Clarkson. Uh, just, you know, anyway. Uh, he Instagrammed also a second picture, which showed a bunch of books, comic books to be exact. One of them was the Teen Titans book. Of course, Deathstroke's known for that book, being one of their main villains for a long time. Also on there was Earth One, Batman Earth One, um, which is weird because Deathstroke's not even in that book. But it was written by Jeff Johns, and it also sets the tone for the realistic version of Batman. So maybe that's them getting it prepared for the kind of world he's entering. I don't know. But another one was Identity Crisis, which in that book, there is a fight between Deathstroke and the entire Justice League where he pretty much nearly beats all of them on his own. It's a very cool fight. Yeah. He, uh, Does single- he have like a God-killing sword or something with that? Tom? What? Didn't, didn't he have like, uh, in that run, I could be wrong, but I know he picked up like um. He like along one of his travels, he picked up like on one of his uh, assassinations, he picked up a sword. It was like recent, like the God Killer sword that helped him with that. Oh, uh, during uh, Identity Crisis, no. Oh, okay, no, that's this is way later, yeah. Yeah. Oh, his fight in Identity Crisis was sweet. It's amazing. Yeah, he took them all on. That's uh, what he does. The team consisting of Elongated Man, Flash, Zatanna. Hawkman, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Adam, and Green Lantern. Again, At Any Crisis is probably one of my favorite books of all time. And yeah, that those panels, those pages with his fight are great. Um, yeah, it was uh, great. Green Arrow stabbed him in his blank eye socket. Yep, which made him just a little more angry. And he stabbed Flash! Full-on <laughs> stabbed him with his sword. Sure did. <laughs> Oh, man. Good stuff. If you have not read Identity Crisis, I highly recommend you do so. Written by the very fantastic Brad Meltzer. Good writer. So check out, and art, art is great in that book, by the way. Yay. Uh, I don't work for DC, so if I just sold them some books, uh, maybe they could send me some free stuff. Um, Joe Maginello, send your stuff to the <laughs> Speaking of Re-gift all DC that. and their books, yeah. uh, Wednesday came out, and I went to the went to the store, and I picked up... Uh, Wednesday came number out? Three. Wednesday did yep. come out, just yep. like it does every yeah, week. Wednesday, Wednesday showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> Wednesday popped up in the morning. You bastard. Yeah, no idea. I thought I eliminated you Wednesday. Ah, Wednesday strikes again. <laughs> Damn Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday. You, Wednesday will not be Wednesday. defeated by Captain Kitten. <laughs> Cap, Captain Kitten. <laughs> Captain Kitten. Um, and I picked up Titans three. And, oh, don't and read don't, it. I haven't gotten to the comic book story yet. I will not, not spoil it. I will spoil nothing because I, I, I don't. That sucks when people spoil things for you. Yeah. Um, you know what? Disclaimer: I won't intentionally spoil anything, <laughs> Dave. I know. Um, I love the Titans book. Love I, the Titans. I, I love book. the artwork too. Uh, the artwork is fantastic. The story with Wally. I mean, I'm a total 
people sucker for Wally. The fact that he's back is like overjoyed me. So maybe, maybe I'm like, you know, a little bit blind to some of the, the I've read some negative stuff about it. Um, but I just love the Titans book because to me, that is, that is the DC. Like that is the, the version of DC that I remember and love. Well, for me, um, it's not even the fact that it's got Wally. I mean, it's got Nightwing. That's awesome to me. Um, uh, as a Nightwing fan as I am, um, mm-hmm. it's just a good story so far. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And they're bringing back that classic Flash villain, Abracadabra, which is super cool. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm just excited. I'm just I I love Titans. Um, I love the DC now. I, DC, you you fix things. We're well, okay now. Well, like I I read I haven't read the third issue of that too because I've been reading them as they've been coming out like on my breaks at work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, and I, and I've actually been also really enjoying, uh, Titans as well. So I haven't read three yet. Um, but like the whole cadaver, abracadabra thing is really cool. But then I, on the flip side, I've been really hating the Batman story they've been doing. Really? Or, uh, night, night of the monsters or something like well, that. That one just started. That one just started the night of the monsters. Well, one. it's, it's, the problem is it's partially it's a crossover book between I think it's Batman, Nightwing, Detective Comics. Right. And I just don't like where it's going. The whole premise is basically um I guess Hugo Strange uh infects like four bodies to turn into giant for giant ass monsters hmm. to try and just destroy Gotham. How giant? Big. Like King Kong? They're huge. <laughs> There's like, like King there's Kong like, big? Yeah, there's T-Rex like one big? that's there's like one that's like a three-headed bird hydra that's like the size of King Kong. Mm. And then there's like one that's like a weird praying mantis that's like I don't know, the size of Nemesis from Resident Evil. Mm. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's just such an I like the first thing. I like the first Batman story with the Gotham and Gotham Girl or whatever it was. I loved I loved that. Yeah, that was a good and, like psychological thing. I loved the the back and forth that they did there, yeah. The whole thing with that and what they're doing with Gotham Girl is kind of is pretty cool. Yeah. But this whole this whole where it's now like there's four very different monsters just trampling through Gotham and Clayface and like everyone's like running running well, around and Clayface is like I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, that's and, the thing too. Uh, I wanted to jump on this since you switched it over to. Uh, we got to come back to DCEU at one point, but we're talking comics now. I read the first six issues of Detective Comics because yeah. I wanted to get to that finale uh, when, spoiler alert, somebody dies. Uh, yeah. But Clayface is a good guy. Yep. Like, it's just weird to me. Like, I don't, I, I've always understood his story to be more of a, a sad story. Like, he's a bad guy and he's kind of been, like, in, in the animated series, his origin story, I, I think it's the same. But like he uses this cream and he ends up getting doused with it by these these mob guys he owed a bunch of money to or whatever. Yeah, and and it ends up Mm -hmm. going into all his pores and it makes him this freak. And he was this actor, like this really good actor, and now he'll never be it again because he can't hold his form for very long. And like and so there's some sympathy there for him. And now he's he's gonna he's being a good guy. Like this guy was, uh, I won't ruin the story for anybody. This guy was targeting all the vigilantes in Gotham, including uh, spoiler and. Batwoman and and Red Robin, um, and then Azrael, yeah. In the first like first panel, Azrael's getting the crap kicked out of him. So I I know that Clayface is kind of working with Batman right now, um, 
has been was it be was it because like of some long conversation that Batman had with him, or Pretty did Batman much. say I'm working on a cure for you? No reason to be evil. I'll help you. Why don't you help me? Kind of thing. Pretty That's... much what happens is Clayface is like in like an abandoned theater watching old movies of himself as an actor mm-hmm. and being like, I didn't choose this life. It chose me kind of blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. uh, Batman shows up and he's like, I know you don't really want to be a bad guy. And we've had our bouts before, but I'm putting a team together. If you want to redefine yourself to do good in the world, I have a place for you uh, on this new like bat squad. And like okay. it's basically giving him an option to uh, giving him an option. He's like, I can't cure you, but I can help you like hone your skills and make you so you don't have to live a life of crime anymore. Okay. See, and 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 that to me makes total sense. Then why Clayface would join him because uh, he's one of those villains that if it weren't for one tiny little thing, he wouldn't be a villain. Right. You know what I mean? It's the same with the Riddler. Riddler went on the straight and narrow. The only reason Riddler is considered a bad guy is because his he has such an obsessive compulsive disorder. He can't control it. He he doesn't have the option really. Yeah. Uh we did lose time. Tom had to jump out real quick, so. Oh. That's all right. But yeah, I mean, for the for the most part, I mean like the the I I love Batman. I I stopped I read all of the Batman series before like in the even like year zero and all that stuff up until when uh they did the bloom storyline yeah where they started getting more monstrous like mr bloom became like this giant like they could grow yeah yeah and i really don't like that aspect in those like in in in, like batman comics i really like the more nitty-gritty like sort of monsterish but more street level like there was still a little bit of like overpoweredness like killer croc and stuff like that but like but like when you start putting in like giant like literally like when you look at the pages they're like there's like a baby with like a giant head just rummaging around the city that's maybe about the size of like almost the empire state building with like a giant brain head Mm. it told it totally just takes me out of like a batman book because it's like they're all banding together. It's like, there's a giant monster. What do we do? And it's just, I don't know. It totally that sounds like a of... story out of that Brave and the Bold cartoon. Yeah, it kind of was. Like a darker version of that. Hmm. Well, good thing it's just a short story. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's just <laughs> it won't run. have long-lasting implications. Six-issue yeah. arc, hopefully. A six issue arc that spans over how, like five four, four or six books, different yeah. series, four which books, is annoying. Yeah, yeah. I, I am interested to see because like I accidentally read the last Teen Titans book before Rebirth, which is this month, um, and it's it's it kind of spoiled things for me for Detective Comics. Um, <laughs> oh no, which is annoying, but that's okay because also Randy was mentioning it on a previous podcast about he was worried about it. Uh, I guess spoiler alert for the next. 30 seconds or so minutes let's say a minute unless you guys don't want to hear who who dies i already i, know. I don't i sure yeah i know little bits and pieces but yeah yeah red robin's dead yeah mm-hmm. uh well, or is or, he? yeah or is he he's not dead <laughs> like, he's not dead yeah like he's no, he's, he's, not dead. he's been taken he's by something who says he's a bigger player or some reason something like that you know? he's been taken by mr oz who is directly tied into the rebirth event that is 
right. involving Dr. Manhattan. Right, right. So wait, we'll... but then, wait, which one is uh, teamed with Tal- with the Court of Owls now? Is that Nightwing? Court of Owls, that's Nightwing, yep. Okay. Yeah, he's trying to infiltrate them, and All right. that story's over, I think, because he revealed that he wasn't really working with them, because they had rigged up uh, Damien with a bomb. Oh, uh, yeah. And they said they were going to kill him unless he worked with them, so... But he had, they had already defused it, and he was working undercover. Um, but then they realized that the guy he was working with was actually working double undercover, or whatever they called it. Uh, double double he's a, agent. He's a triple agent uh, for somebody else. Uh, but yeah, it was a weird story. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with the new Teen Titans book, with Damien and whoever else they're going to put in it. I haven't really seen what the roster looks like, but there has to always be a Robin in the Teen Titans. Always. Maybe it would be one of the other, like, we are Gotham people. Well, it's Damien. Is that Damien? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, minus his superpowers that he had in the New 52 for a little while. Anyway, uh, let's jump back to the DCEU. Last bit of news was Zack Snyder tweeted out a tease uh, from the Justice League set. He was doing some uh, storyboarding on his iPad Pro. Uh, way, to, way to really throw in your, your money in there. Uh, and he's wearing a Batman gauntlet on one hand that he's using the stylus with, and he hashtagged it cosplay, which kind of funny. But if you look close, and this is some eagle eye commenters stuff, I didn't notice it when I saw it. I just thought, oh, cool, he's wearing the Batman gauntlet. No, on the storyboard, you see the scene that we saw Ben Affleck teasing with Deathstroke walking around, you know? And you see him talking to somebody who's got a bald head, and it's leading everybody to believe it might be Lex Luthor. Well, maybe Deathstroke breaks Luthor out of jail. Mm-hmm. Yep, could be. I could see that. Yeah. I'm still hoping we get in the Batman solo film. I think it's all in Arkham, and Batman's trapped inside Arkham. I would love. Oh, I, would, I hope so. I would love that would for be them so awesome to translate the Green Arrow Supermax script they had a long back, long time ago with all those B, B and C villains. Yeah, and, it and makes the most sense. Make it a Batman movie. I would just die if that was the case. I would love that. They would they would erase all of the bad from Batman v Superman in my eyes if they made a great Batman movie set in Arkham where he's trapped inside Arkham. I think that the, they can't go wrong there. <laughs> I say that now, but I also thought you could go wrong with a Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman movie. And they did. <laughs> well, so really the only thing wrong, in quotes, because it's not wrong to everyone, mm-hmm. all right? I guess it's just wrong to me. Right. Um, is the fact that he was he was such a murderer. Right. And that's that's really it. I mean, the, the Flash, the, the dream sequence where he's killing people, I'm fine with that. I mean, Batman in the future has gone nuts. There's alternate takes on Batman. That's a scary future for him to wake up and be horrified at the mm-hmm. fact that he would resorted to killing people and using guns yada yada but the fact that he was a murderer i thought he was a little bit of a wuss sometimes um <laughs> a murdering wuss but it, yeah and really i'm just talking about and i bring it up a lot the fact that he threw his hands up in front of his face when doomsday was gonna blast him with his eye beams he was just gonna accept that situation he was just yeah, gonna Bat, drop, Bat a, drop a swear up his sleeve no matter what he was just gonna yeah curse. yeah drop a little swear word to make everyone around him chuckle and <laughs> right. then all throw of the, his hands all of up the nobodies around him yeah. So aside from that, I mean, he was a great Batman. Um, oh wait, he was a terrible detective. I forgot about that. He didn't figure out that Lex Luthor was playing him. Yeah. <laughs> right. I forgot all about that. that went, okay, with... so he's a bad detective and he killed people. The two <laughs> things that Batman is known for being a great detective and not killing people, they they 
NBA, did the exact opposite. He was he was Bruce Wayne, ladies man. He was really getting on that 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 yeah, Diana Prince chick. Oh yeah, yeah. He wanted that Wonder Woman dick for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! All right. Uh, yes, this is. Are true. we? <laughs> wait, did, wait, did you, you guys, guys all, you guys heard about Wonder Woman, right? Uh, I haven't read the book yet. It's in the comics, right? Um. Well, I mean, I. I don't think it's in the comics. Where did, yeah, where did this break? Because I really only saw you guys on Twitter talking about. It. I didn't get a chance to look it up or anything, but yeah, I heard. I mean, Matt Matt broke it. I think he heard it from Twitter or from something. Let me look it up. Um, Let me look it up. I don't know. It's well, everywhere been, right now. There's been talk about it for a while, and it was actually DC Comics that confirmed it. All right. Yeah, um, <laughs> my source right now is Maxim.com of all sources. Yeah. Hearing uh, <laughs> a candid. Interview with Comicosity, Wonder Woman writer Greg Rucka, who I like a lot, gave the world confirmation saying that there is no real concept of gay on the island of Themyscira. Um, so and that makes total sense. Right. I, yeah. She's never been billed as bisexual or, or you know, or or, or heterosexual or, gay or, or yeah. homosexual or anything. Yeah, and, and she doesn't necessarily identify with that. Um like her sexuality isn't like a big part of her, and it just makes sense if you grow up on an island full of Amazons sex and it's is, just chicks. Like, you're gonna like sex is gonna be a part of your culture no matter where you are. Yeah, women like having sex too, so they would just have it with each other. Yeah, right. I mean, if it was a dude island, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do it, but if the other people would, for sure, <laughs> I, I totally wouldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean that's that's just how it works, and it just makes logical sense. It's yeah. one of the things that like. That you go, oh, I never really thought about that. But yeah, right, yeah right. I could totally see it. She'd be into chicks, or maybe she's not into anything. She just is sexual regardless. Right. Man right. or woman, like maybe she doesn't see that in any way as them being different sexually. Yeah, yeah. I saw the tweet that Two Broke Geeks sent out, and I'm like, I, I read it, and I shrugged and moved on with my life. Like, <laughs> really. It was one like, of those things where you're like, we're like, cool. And then you kind of move on, but then you read all the haters. Right. Like this shouldn't affect you at all. Yeah, exactly. This, this isn't like a Captain America being a Hydra agent thing, which right. I mean, no. I know, I know, we talked about that before. How ridiculous right. that was. But even that, there's some credence to someone saying Captain America is my favorite character, and I don't want to read a story where he's a Nazi. Exactly. I yeah. totally get that. But this is like a character's sexual preference, unless they've been 100 percent established as one thing, and now it's changed just to be progressive. Right. It doesn't matter, and she has never identified as one or the other. Right, she's date. She's had relationships with men, but it doesn't matter. They weren't really like the sole purpose of her character. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. wasn't defined by a relationship. Whereas, like Batman has Catwoman, Talia, uh, Wonder Woman. Like they're all over the place. He's got all kinds of relationships, and Superman has Lois and Wonder Woman at hmm. you know some stupid New Fifty Two storyline. Steve Trevor. Uh, Steve Wonder Trevor. Woman yeah, has Steve Trevor. Trevor, and that's like it. That's like her main relationship focus. Well, and so here's here's the other thing to think about. Can you even really consider it bisexual? Which, thinking about it now, I I wouldn't. Well, if because you if that's up, all you know is women, no, yeah, that's that she has no like she has no frame of reference yeah. for sexuality at all. Like when you when you're born on an island and it's nothing but women, you know things happen. And I I can imagine her coming over to the to to civilization to man's world as she calls it right man's world right and not even giving it a second thought right yeah that like because it there there is no 
bisexual or homosexual or heterosexual on her island. Right. There's just just sex. Yeah. Yeah. So for her, it would either be be more kind of like pansexual, maybe. Like kind of like Deadpool. Like uh, more so like the initiation of just sex. Just as a part of her culture of whatever it is her culture is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. so I would, I feel like it would be more of a pan where it's just like if it if it's someone if it's something she's attracted to and is curious about it, she just goes for it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that statement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pansexual. I, yeah. I don't like the idea of billing it as bisexual. Because right. then I mean that not only does that seem incorrect and disingenuous to the character, um, but then you're gonna get a lot of these groups that are like, yeah, Wonder Woman supports us, like, whoa, yeah, hooray! Right, like, right. but that's that's not the point at all. She's she should not be the figure that like gay and and like the LGBT community starts using as their like uh, mascot. mascot. Yeah. yeah, that not at all because that's not the point of her sexuality. It should be Baby Eyes Man. Exactly. Yeah, she should be baby Iceman. And then yeah. an adult Iceman later on. Right, right. Yeah. Eventually. Uh, so the I, only other... Actually, I, the only other DCEU thing I wanted to mention was uh, the fact that the Time Warner CEO... Oh, yeah. Talked about the Batman uh, movie. Came out, yeah, came out, talked about the Batman movie. Um, and, I, and he had this one quote, and I pulled it up here so I could get it right. I love that he said... Uh, he says the DC Comics characters have a little more lightness in them than maybe what you saw in those movies. So we're <laughs> thinking about that, which totally echoes what Jeff John said, like the minute he was in charge of the DC right. or quote unquote in charge, which is like these movies are too fucking dark for these characters. <laughs> right. Batman's the only one that fits in this dark world. But Wonder Woman, Superman, Flash, even Cyborg, they belong in the light like they're characters right. that, that deserve to be. You know they don't they don't fight in the shadows like Batman does. So. I, hate, yeah. I hate that we're talking about totally Cyborg about before that. we're talking about Green Lantern. I hate it. I just Green Lantern is a bigger, more important character than he's getting treated as. Mm. I'm not saying yeah. that, not not more than Cyborg. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he should at least be being teased at this point. Like they'll they'll tease him in the form of a like, a Green Lantern is going to show up on Earth and it's going to be Chip. <laughs> great <laughs> that's exactly what we want yes uh all right a little uh, chipmunk little piece of mcu news i have is winston duke has been cast to play mbaku <laughs> aka man ape in the black yes! panther movie yes and oh. andy circus is confirmed to return for black panther yes! as yes! oh love it uh, this movie's gonna be amazing and if they if they're so actually gonna pumped. put winter soldier in it too which i hope they do uh I can't wait for this movie even more. Now. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm holding my breath and hoping they don't do Winter Soldier right off the bat. I well, kind of want. I, I kind of. Like... My whole thing is I hope they introduce. They go that I want that to be more like um. Either the beginning, like I want that to be like later on, like either they have a scene in the movie, like near the end of the movie, maybe kind of it breaks out or something. Right, yeah. like either something like that, like as a as an after credit scene. Or some way to either like do that at the beginning of Avengers of Avengers uh, Infinity. Infinity War. Well, this comes out like, I think before Infinity War or after it Infinity does. War. It's, it's like oh, it comes out after Infinity War. Yeah, it's 2018. Oh, okay. So yeah, they'll probably they'll have. To oh wait, does it? Because three movies come out in 2018. Hang on, I'll tell you. Keep talking. Yeah, 
but overall, like by pan, like I, I kind of uh, repeating Johnny. Yeah, I mean Doctor Strange, I'm super excited about, but Black Panther is gonna be freaking ridiculous. I think and, like it's gonna be so good, especially now that they have uh, Man Ape. Oh Claw yeah, that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna definitely change the land. I think it's totally gonna change the landscape for like Marvel super for Marvel superheroes. I'm excited sure. that Andy Serkis gets to be himself or be, you know, not CGI. <laughs> that I, he gets to act. I, I'm super excited that because I was totally, I was kind of mad because I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, didn't they mention anything about Claw, Ulysses' Claw coming back or anything? And right. I was kind of a little sad thinking they were just going to, that was just an Easter egg kind of deal and they threw it away after, after Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. But so it, it seems like glad. Marvel doesn't really throw things in and then throw them away. It always means something when they do something. So far. Right. Um, so so far. Black Black Panther comes out before Infinity War. It's right. Ant-Man and the Wasp that comes out after. right after. Yeah, we've got okay. we've got Doctor Strange in November, Guardians May, Spider-Man July, and then yeah, there's three in 2017 if you count Spider-Man. Thor Ragnarok is November 2017. Uh, Black Panther in February 2018. Avengers Infinity War 20, uh, May of 2018. So just three months later um ant man and the wasp two months later in july <laughs> so, yeah 2018 they yeah. get done right away in the summer and then you gotta wait till march 8th for captain marvel which that's a long time 2019 so my my assumption with regards to winter soldier is uh, he's definitely going to be a part of infinity war i assume that we're going to go pretty much the entire black panther movie with no winter soldier and then some big event at the end where he he lets Bucky out and says, "I need your help," and then he fits him with his new vibranium arm. Yeah, and yeah. and then he helps him out at the end. So it's not like it's a it's not like a um, Black Panther and Winter Soldier team up movie like Thor no, Ragnarok no, no. is going to be with right. Hulk. The, I, I no, think no, it's no. still going to be a Black Panther movie, and Bucky will show up towards the end. Yeah. It's either that or Steve Rogers is going to show up as U.S. agent or nomad, like. To kind of break him out because the Russo brothers said that he's no longer Captain America. Yeah, right. Did you know? Did you know? I'm reading this Wikipedia thing on the Black Panther movie. There's already like a brief synopsis of the movie. Oh Isn't yeah. It? When two enemies, what is it? when two enemies challenge Black Panther's leadership, he must team up with the CIA and the Dora Milaje. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, Wakanda Special Forces to stop them. That's what it is so far. So the CIA is thing it... is interesting. So it's probably going to be like Claw and Manape, and then his brother Killmonger. Killmonger, yeah. Killmonger's going to like be like the sequel. I'm assuming setting him up like they're kind of doing with Chiwetel Ejiofor and Doctor Strange. Right, like yeah. Michael B. Jordan's probably going to be more like he's going to stand by because the whole thing with Killmonger is he stands by his brother, but then uh, when he gets the mantle of king and all that. He kind of shows jealousy and mm, wants to try and take it away. Yeah, it goes all Loki on his ass. Yeah, um, yeah. This, I, hope, I hope they don't do it the same way. No, no, no. Yeah, this cast of Black Panther. You got Bozeman and then the director Ryan Coogler. You got Michael B. Jordan, Lupita Nyong'o, Danny Guerrero from Walking Dead, and then now Winston Duke. Like this is a cast, oh, man. It's gonna be awesome. This is a good yeah. cast, and yeah. Oh, this movie's gonna be amazing. Just like I, this I Doctor Strange cast wait. is is incredible. That's what MCU does perfect. I mean, their casting is always on point. We we well, doubt it. We can doubt it at times. Like, there was no doubting Robert Downey Jr., though. He was born. Like, he's almost born. Well, when he was first announced, 
there was a lot of doubt. Yeah. It's the same with Heath Ledger announced as the Joker. There was a lot of people going, wait a minute, isn't that guy like a druggie? Didn't he have a lot of real problems? Like he hasn't been in a good movie in a while. Um, there was like his, uh, and, and, and I know he's talked about it before. It's like kind of his redemption type movie. Well, yeah, and he in a way. Tilda Swinton and Doctor Strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one can doubt that she can act, but it's the character that they're all like, what? Well, that's yeah. because people are just being idiotic and are like, well, this character is yeah. supposed to be a man, or being super small. Like, it's a man. It's supposed to be an Asian man, but they went with a woman. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got to wrap up here. Uh, a real quick, brief congratulations to The Tick. It got a green light at Amazon for a full season. So Amazon awesome. Prime Amazon Prime will see a season, at least one season of The Tick in 2017. So I'm stoked for that. I liked the pilot episode. I thought it was good. I voted for it. Last I watched it. As per your recommendation, and I also enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I was surprised. To watch I, it. I loved the take on it. I enjoyed very much what they did and how it was different than the original show and even the cartoon. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and then just uh, I, I watched Conjuring two, I watched The Shallows, and I watched Ghostbusters all this past weekend. I and can, I really, really super enjoyed two out of those three. Okay, Shallows for sure you enjoy. Oh god, I love that movie. Not just right? not just because Blake Lively's gorgeous, but because it is so good. Like there's there's, there's a moment where the shark thing is a little ridiculous when it jumps out of the water and it gets the dude on the on surfboard. Like it looked, well, it looked a little ridiculous. Sharks actually do that. No, I know. I know. Sharks it, actually do that. It just looked ridiculous is all I'm saying. Uh, the the ending was really the only part where I was like, uh, all right. Um, but I loved The Shallows. Great acting. It reminded me a lot of her husband's movie, Buried. Uh, yep. Where it's just him, yeah, for essentially, sure. for the whole movie. And that's essentially what this was. It was mostly just her. Uh, this was a survival film that happened to be about a shark attack. Yeah, it was great. I, I loved it a lot. And then Conjuring 2, really enjoyed it. Loved it. Really yep. enjoyed it. Liked the first one a lot. The second one was even better. And that never happens. Um, it was about a story, a case I've heard very little about and I'm a big paranormal guy. So, um, it, I was enjoyed, I enjoyed hearing that. And then the, the credits had actual audio from that haunting. Like, Oh, that was super oh, cool. It was insanely creepy. I just got chills. It was just so creepy. And they did a good job with this, this nun thing that's in there. That was terrifying. The nun demon. Um, and then there was Ghostbusters and I watched that, that happened. And, uh, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. I, uh, I still haven't seen any of those. If you liked Ghostbusters, I'm super glad for you. I really wanted it to be a good movie so that, you know, the girls, little girls out there had a good Ghostbusters movie. Like, I had a Ghostbusters movie when I was a kid. Um, It just, it did not speak to me that way, and maybe that's okay. Maybe it's not supposed to, and that's fine. Well, and so if, I mean, I, I, I'm sure you don't mean it this way, right? But... Like little girls can also have. Oh, that they can enjoy Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, no, 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 too. no, 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 no. This this movie isn't for little girls. No, I don't think it's for everyone. And um, I don't know. I guess I don't want to go down that whole Ghostbusters route anymore. We, I'm yeah, sick I think of, we, we've pretty much all said feet. it. We've all yeah. He doesn't help matters at all. Um, hey Dave, yeah. you know you know what you should watch. Oh boy. Um, I finally got around to watching the first episode, uh, Fox's Exorcist. Okay, yeah, I haven't watched it. I actually watched the first episode of Lethal Weapon and loved it. See, I haven't watched the Lethal Weapon yet, but I just, right before coming on here, I just watched the first episode that aired, like, I think a week or, a week a or week, so ago. A week from Friday, yeah. It's yeah. one's tomorrow, I think. And I was actually surprised of how much I, I actually liked it. 
All right. Like, it's a fresh take on, like, a classic horror movie. It was actually kind of creepy. How, I mean, are they, how are they setting it up to be a series, though? Is it more than one case? No, it's all one case. Interesting. So it's, so it's broken up into, like, like, this first episode is kind of, like, the intro of the characters and stuff like that. And so, and it has a, it has Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. Who, Gina Davis? Who's yeah. Been a long time. Yeah, and when you watch, that's like the one, it's actually my one downside of this show. <laughs> I was like, wow, there's, there's Gina Davis. <laughs> like, I, I don't, nothing against her, but I just, she seemed kind of out of place. Yeah. But I actually, I'm actually excited to watch the next episode, uh, because I don't, I don't know, it, it's kind of a nice, kind of fresh kind of take on it. And it was kind of creepy. Not mm. terror, not terrifying or anything, but it was kind of creepy. All right, it's Fox and it's a Friday night show, so I'm a little nervous that it wouldn't last long. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll check it out. I'd planned to already, but uh, yeah, Gina Davis. I didn't remember hearing about that. You're right though; she's in it. <laughs> I haven't seen her since Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah. Wow, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback this first episode of the Exorcist was directed by the guy that was supposed to direct the gambit movie really i'm pretty sure rupert wyatt that name looks very familiar he did rupert rise wyatt was did rise he of the planet of the Apes. In, yeah yeah he did the first yeah, he rise was, he was gonna do gambit yep that's the same damn. guy same dude mm. damn he also did the pilot for that show turn i haven't seen that i haven't either but i'm sure jenny has and she probably recommends it it's an AMC show. She loves all those AMC shows. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for everyone this week. Uh, thanks for listening, as always. Uh, if you enjoyed anything that you heard here, please head over to iTunes and give us a review, maybe five stars. We would enjoy that. Um, both you guys are part of different podcasts. Justin, you do the Two Broke Geeks podcast. Tell everybody what your most recent episode was about. Our most recent episode is, um, what did we talk about? That's always the case with these. We always feel like we're, we always kind of banter on about random stuff because it's been so slow. <laughs> um, um, your I title, the I, title is in which Matt can't remember squat and there's an echo. Yeah. They're basically, we talk about the Muppets. Yep. Well, a little looks bit. Like cause I, pictures, I, pictures of yeah. Muppet. Oh, with, yeah. Yeah. Of, um, Steve, the IT guy or whatever his yeah. name is, uh, because Matt came across him and got scared the crap out of him. Hmm. Um, we talked about, I kind of like threw some questions about random things like we ranked Muppets and I think Mickey Mouse characters. Um, I threw out an analysis on the musical uh, episodes of The Flash and Supergirl and all of that that they're planning on doing. That like one music crossover. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, which I'll say now, Music Meister. Um, <laughs> uh, it's mostly a bunch of stuff, and then me possibly moving to LA. Oh, yay! Yay! Do it. Well, yeah. I'm, I mean, that's that's kind of still on the. If it happens, it's going to happen around Halloween. But yeah, right on. Kind man. of it. <laughs> And you can find us on Twitter at 2BGPod. There it is. And Instagram <laughs> yeah. now. And Instagram at 2BGPod. Or right. not at, of course. Right, right. Well, you can throw the ad in there. It still works. Yeah. Uh, pal number one, Johnny. 
That's me. You host a podcast called Just Two Pals, and then you have some other I guy do. that kind of helps you out a little bit. Well, um, I have a sidekick. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. What was your What was your latest <laughs> episode about? Um, our latest episode was about um. Well, we talked about Robins, the Robins throughout uh, DC Comics, Batman's little little kid sidekicks, um, and. Uh, yeah, well, we did that. We talked about Robin. <laughs> I, you know, I wanted to listen to that episode, but it, my my uh, phone started playing episode thirteen, in which you guys start railing on some guy named Dave at Atomic Eatsome for making fun of your Audible podcast uh, commercials. Oh, but but our Audible podcasts have only improved. Oh, I know. I, I, I you know, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't watched, listened in a while. That's why I was trying. To oh. start, I was trying to listen today. I wanted to listen to your most recent one because you guys know how much I love Robin and uh-huh. and the Boy Wonder. Uh, and I started yeah, playing. well, check it out, Dave. We're, our our Audible ads have improved um, specifically because you have pinpointed where we're failing with them. I so I never understood, and maybe yeah, I thanks missed, for your feedback. Maybe I missed something from a previous episode. I never understood the wheel. What is the wheel? Well, we spin the wheel, and then when the time when the alarm goes off, when it's time, that's when we do the audible app. Oh, so we don't have a set okay. time. We don't do it in the beginning or in the middle or in the end. It's just whenever the wheel says. Like one time, it was like an hour. It's it's always between you know one minute and fifty nine minutes. But sure. one time it was like fifty eight minutes, and one time it was like three minutes. <laughs> so it's just whenever, and we have to stop what we're doing, drop whatever we're talking about, and do the audible ad. All because of the man. Well, I guess he's a man. Oh, you? <laughs> oh, no. We're talking about you. No, no, no. Oh, we're talking about you. Oh, no, you're a man, Dave. You I don't am. have to prove it to me. I know. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Uh, you guys are on Twitter. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Just You Pals. You, you can find uh, me on Twitter at Johnny Wellens. You can also hit us up through email. Somebody send us an email, please. Somebody? Dave, <laughs> send me an email, buddy. John at, uh, send him an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to schedule that fight between yourself and Dave, Joe Magdalena, then send me an email at justtwopalspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us uh, on the wonderful com and then uh, iTunes, uh, uh, what else? Google Play and Satchel. Satchel. Right? Yep. You got it. Did it. Nailed it. There you go. Uh, if you would be so kind as well, if you listen to our podcast, which you do, you're listening to me right now. Uh, head over to youtube.com slash Atomic Geekdom and subscribe. Maybe maybe give a little thumbs up to a couple of those videos that Jenny posted uh, while she was at uh, Long Beach Comic Con and at Paley Fest for the Lethal Weapon red carpet and the Ash vs. Evil Dead red carpet event. All awesome videos, all edited by Patrick. Um, it's just good stuff. To, to Patrick Nagy is his name. Good stuff. He's, he's fantastic at, at filming and editing, and it just all worked out very well. All cool stuff. And if you're in the Long Beach Comic Con video, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at Atomic Kingdom uh, so that we can give you credit and uh, make sure that you, you know, you're, you're, you're noted as being in that video because there's some awesome cosplay. My favorite moment in that Long Beach Comic Con video is when this R2D2 or this Astromech droid, if I want to get real, real geeky about it, uh, oh. is like spinning around in this little boy or little girl. I can't remember because uh, there's two little, little kids that just uh, are adorable is just fascinated that this thing is in front of him and it's, it's moving and beeping and making all these things. Like he just looks amazed. I just loved it. It's like, you know, he's re meeting RTG two for real. It was, it was just the coolest looking thing I've ever seen. That's uh, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those moments make all that stuff. Awesome. So 
check that out. Head over to YouTube, subscribe, like, do all that cool stuff that, you know, those YouTube videos people tell you to do. Thumbs, or Hulk smash the like button, as I hear quite often when I watch YouTube videos. Oh. Um, you can do that, or you can just, you know, click on it like a normal person and don't break your mouse. Don't do that. So, all right, guys. That's I'd say our... we need to come up with our own way to say hit the like button. Sure. Ghost, right, because everyone says hit the like button or ghost drive a Hulk smash. Ghost drive the like button. Nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> drive it. Ghost drive it. How about <laughs> run the? How about run the train on that? Nope, like button? nope. We're not doing that one. We're not doing that one. Oh man, Captain Kitten struck again. <laughs> you nefarious Captain Kitten. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our show this week. We will see you next week. And also, starting on Tuesday is our first October Halloween spooky themed episodes. So stay tuned for that with some special intro music made by Mike Schmidt. Uh, I love the music he came up with for this. It's got a real exorcist uh, Halloween feel to it. It's just just fantastic. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I can't wait to start recording those episodes. Uh, But that's next week. So until then, see ya. And thanks for listening.